How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. If you don't know this week's guest, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing on this podcast. So you may, you, the guest that people don't even know about yet, you may not know this, but the whole reason I have a career today is because of you. My first ever job that I was given that was in news reporting was translating your blog posts to French. Yeah. By the way, people, I'm here with Perez Hilton. What the fuck? Hello. I did not know that. I don't think you mentioned that when you asked me to be on. No. I just said yes. In the entertainment industry, you can really recognize when someone's actually like a hustler, when they just say yes, when they want to do stuff, when they're everywhere. When people just say no, they just don't fucking last. I've really noticed that in the industry. One of the great things about saying yes is that it takes you out of the equation. Because what I realized for a long time, I was going through a no phase. And just because I may think something is lame doesn't mean it is. People may enjoy a TV show that I think is lame. People may enjoy a podcast that I think is lame. And it's smart to do things that you wouldn't necessarily watch or that is not your audience. You've got to keep getting new followers. You have to keep reinventing, doing different things. And that's what one of the great things about saying yes helps you achieve. I fucking love this. And you know what? I hate a bitch who's like, just say yes, like with no substance behind it. But there you go. Someone who says yes, but with substance. Well, there's two things. I feel so grateful that I'm still here 15 years. And that's thanks to me and my incredible work ethic and the amazing friends that follow me on my website and across social media that have been a part of my life for so long. And also, I work so hard because I have to. Let's be super honest. I don't have FU money in the bank. I'm I do. kidding. Yeah. It's uh, like working in entertainment news is a constant fucking hustle. Always, yeah. always, always. I, I, I'm blessed that I'm able to support my family, but I, I, I don't have enough money to never work again. <laughs> I wish. See, we just started vibing, so I didn't even start even with my questions. <laughs> <laughs> I start every single episode with a tip of the week because this is also a lifestyle podcast. So, you know, I have all these like Hollywood, like celebrities, personalities, and I want them to tell me whether it's an app, a, an item, something that you do, something that really really improves your day-to-day life. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Well, it's always changing. And I think that that is important. You have to constantly be paying attention to what's making you happy, what's taking away from your happiness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be the littlest things. For example, (laughs) I got a birthday present from my sister that I think is one of the best birthday presents I've ever gotten. And it's not that expensive. I think it's less than $20, but it brings me so much joy. She bought me a meditation bowl where, you know, it's got that stick and you, 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 it makes a noise and 
I, I, I'm using it more than once a day. There's just something about the sound and just, Spot on, spot on. I always give the dumbest, like the other week I was speaking about like a a face steamer that I use or a face humidifier. Like these are the stuff that I want to know. It's the little things. I mean, it's super easy to say, go to Equinox every week, or it's super easy to say, get a green juice. But like, these are the little things that I want to know about. Where'd you get this, this meditation bowl? We need to know. Well, I searched on Amazon because I wanted to buy her one for her birthday that's coming up. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. And I saw the prices. So Amazon has a ton. I'll put it, I'll put it for you right now. It's, I literally have it next to my bed. I just saw that on your Instagram stories. <laughs> I've been, it's green. I, yes, it is. I told you I use it. It makes me so happy. <laughs> um, I always share one of my little tips. I use a Summit water bottle because I'm, I'm renowned to never fucking drink water. I'm the most unhealthiest person you'll ever meet. I drink coffee. I drink rosé. I don't hydrate and I live in LA, so everything sucks. And then I got this Summit um, bottle and it has like a straw so you don't have to like tilt your head to drink the water. It keeps it cold and it's good for the environment. La-di-da, green bitch. I don't care. It's really good and it's made me drink so much more water. So if anyone really struggles with drinking more water, you got to use that bottle. This is a, not a plug, by the way. I talk about genuine things that I use. Good to know. I, I use this. I bought this one coffee mug. Not a mug, but you know how you, you know, if, if you're... Like a vacuum insulated coffee Yes, mug. yes. I bought one of those. Yeah. That my old one sucked, but this new one is so good. Who makes it? it? I think, I, I, I don't even know why. I looked at it this morning and I, and I just remembered the name. It was, I think it's called Yeti. It keeps your coffee hot for like an hour and a half or more. This is the best thing. Does it fit in your car? You know, the car little cup holder? Yeah, yeah, doesn't... yeah. Oh. I take it in, in the car every day. You know what? If it doesn't fit in the car um, cup holder, it's a fucking fail. Yeah, no, it fits, thankfully. But it's a large size because I have a large coffee in the morning. (laughs) Well, how do you have it? With like milk? Do you have a latte? How do you have it? Just black. The simple things. How much would you say you spend on like self care uh, approximately in a month? Not enough. I know I could spend more and I should spend more. Like, well, I, I wouldn't even say I should spend more. It's like that existential crisis that I have. Because I am a father of three, and before yeah. I had kids, I used to spend a lot more on that. I would regularly, like not even more than regularly, I, I would schedule a massage once a week. It was diva. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't even remember the last time I got a massage. I used to go get regular facials as well. But it, instead, what I do is, you know, my new thing that I've been doing is really making time to go on trips with my family. Mm-hmm. we've gone on three trips this year already and I love it. And that, and I, that's really special, I think, because I'm making memories with the kids and it also is good for my guilt. Cause when I'm in Los Angeles, I work so hard, Yeah. but when I'm on vacation, I still work, but I don't work quite as hard. <laughs> Have you been to the now? It's really affordable. What? I've the never now? even heard of that. No. Okay. Like I hooked you up. So it's called the now. Um, it's on Beverly. All right. And basically, it's like a super cute, like they have crystals and it's like a whole vibey thing. You would really like it. Ooh. And it's a massage boutique. So you go and you just get your massage done and it's affordable. Like I, I think it'll cost you like 50 bucks. 
Oh, wow. For an hour? For like, I think, yeah, maybe like 40 minutes. I don't know. It's really, really good. It's not like some dirty little massage place. It's really good. I'm looking into that. So I want a little throwback with you because I'm super interested about your career, but I also want your thoughts on like pop culture stuff. Back in the day, your first website was called Page 666. (laughs) Yeah. That website was voted most hated website in in the US. That was a a slogan that I ran with and I had that as my, uh, underneath my header for years. Oh, so it wasn't, so it's something that you purposely put out there. No, no, no. Uh, they, they named me that, but I ran with it. Like I, I didn't run from it. I was like, I love this. I think I'm, I think I'm loved, but if you're going to call me this and put me on TV, I'm down. Yeah, well, so also if you're called Page 666, obviously you're going to be like down for that shit. But I want to know, when you first found out that someone had said that about you, obviously you went along with it and you embraced it. But what was the initial reaction? Was it like, motherfucker, how dare you? Was it like, were you a bit butt hurt, Or was it just purely 100%? this is amazing. This is who I am. And I'm just going to roll with it. Well, I I didn't agree with it. I always thought people enjoyed my website, but I I wasn't bothered. I was like, I agreed to do it and have them name me number one. I would have rather have been number one on that list than number five, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the fifth most hated website in Hollywood. I'm, I'm so thankful for them though, because that was not just my first big break, but also that was the light, the end of the tunnel in some, in some way, because shortly after starting my website, I went through a period of depression and having been able to get on TV because of my little blog gave me, gave me the, 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 the courage to keep going. It it gave me the, the fuel to not give up. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. It was amazing. I want to know about a news story that you posted that you will never forget. Is there one news story that you remember writing like it was yesterday and you'll never forget about it? I would have to say when I broke the story of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie together as a couple Mm-hmm. And I posted the first photos of them together, which was a bit of a hot mess because I didn't, I didn't have the rights to the photos. <laughs> you know, uh, I, did, I, I did things differently back then. I didn't know better. Now I know better. Now, now I really don't want to get sued, you know? So <laughs> thankfully I haven't been sued in a long time. I'm crying. What did you have to do to get those photos? I want to know. I'm happy to share. It's actually uh, almost similar to what you, you, you shared about how you used to translate my website. Yeah. When I started, uh, there was there were a lot of people emailing me. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of people still email me. Um, and one of the folks that I developed a relationship with was this journalist that right. worked at one of the British celebrity magazines. Mm-hmm. And back in 2005, things worked so differently. You know, the paparazzi didn't even have password protected websites. If they had exclusive photos mm-hmm. that they wanted to sell, they would email them to all of the magazines. Right. So this friend that I developed that worked at the British tabloid, his magazine ended up not getting the UK rights to the photos because they didn't bid enough. Oh my so he, God. 
So he just leaked me the photos because they had them. They weren't even watermarked or anything. They were the high res. No, I wouldn't do that again. No. FYI, I would like to say I translated your website for people to understand. Your words were not used. They had to rewrite everything. Because I I feel bad now. I feel like shit now. Oh, no, no, no. Don't feel bad. (laughs) It's good to make people aware of like plagiarism, copyright, all that stuff. Don't do it. It doesn't fly today. So what was your most awkward encounter with a celebrity that you had spoken shit about? And I'm sure you've told people this story many, many times, but I want to hear it on this podcast. I had one recently, but I can't tell that story yet. Oh, shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, but that was that was explosive. Um, thankfully, most of the time these days, I just have celebrities saying, "Oh, I love your kids, and I love following you on Instagram." It's it's very different from back in the day. <laughs> but, but, but what was like back in the day? Like a story, like maybe when you just started, you know, getting a lot of traction, and celebrities knew about well, you. Right? I would around. say. I would say, I mean, the, the, the peak worst thing was that one time that I got assaulted by the Black Eyed Peas manager. That was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> and how do you deal with it? Are you like, bye, bitch? Or were you just like, I'm sorry? Would you, were you apologetic? Like, how do you cope? Because I've, I've been getting it nowadays. I made a video response. I remember that back in the day. and. Right. Um, I was an OG YouTuber. (laughs) That was a long time ago. For the longest time, I would respond to people not liking what I did by saying, oh, you know, they don't know me, so it doesn't bother me. It's not even me. It's this character that I created. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I had to stop saying that because that's not real. <laughs> you know, Perez Hilton is not real, even though I thought he was for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to take ownership and accountability for my words and actions. And eventually I, there came a point when I said, all right, I just have to stop hiding behind this character that I created and start showing the world more of my true self. And, 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 and that's the, the, the time that I, uh, decided to also just try to be more positive, you know, just growing up. I want to know about something you did back in the day that could have been morally questionable to get a good story. I did a lot of morally questionable stuff. I would say the worst that I used to do, and I really regret this and I carry a lot of shame with me. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, I used to be completely uncensored, a hundred percent to say whatever was on my mind. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You know, people complain about political correctness. We're living in too politically correct of a world. You know what? I just call that being fucking considerate. It's better to be too politically correct than the opposite because, you know, the worst thing I did was, you know, if I saw a photo of a celebrity out with their family and, and, I don't even want to mention who, but, you know, I I was harsh towards the children of celebrities too. And that's disgusting. But I did it because I said, you know what? I'm not the only one that's thinking this thing about this kid or teenager or child or whatever. You know, I I literally would say whatever was on my mind and I would say other people are thinking this too. 
Mm-hmm. But I've since learned, you know, come to the understanding that just because you're thinking something, you shouldn't say it. it it's, it's tough because when you're in news, you don't want to be seen as like the bias outlet. You know, it's important to like have a minimum of transparency, but at the same time, you are a critique and you criticize and that can really affect someone's life too. And you've, pro- you've probably suffered from like all the, the, the drama and the stories that could have been written about you as well. So there's, there's definitely a fine line. Yeah, but I don't mind negative things being written about me. I'm not like your average person. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've noticed. I loved the photos with the doodles and I, I saved so many of them over the years. If you could create, I know you still kind of do them, but not as much. If you could create a typical Perez photo with doodles about a current news story nowadays, what photo would it be about what news story and what would you doodle on it? Um, I mean, I would bring back the penis on Donald Trump for sure. <laughs> do you know about the housewives? Do you know who they are? Most of them. Yeah, oh yeah, all of them. Okay, so with the exception of LVP, because I'm sure this is going to be probably your answer, which housewife would you like to see run for president? Oh, God. Um, Were you going to say LVP? um, No, I'm trying to think. What housewife (laughs) would I like to see run for president? None. I mean, there must (laughs) be one. I mean, maybe Bethany, because she's a successful businesswoman, just like Lisa Vanderpump. Uh But Lisa Vanderpump is a more successful businesswoman. So I would actually say Lisa Vanderpump. I know. It's just all the schemes are really fucking with me. I know you don't watch, but the schemes are really annoying me. I love her. I respect her. I love the dogs. I love the ponies. I don't like the scheme. (laughs) What schemes? What are you talking about? I don't know. Whenever I feel like whenever there's a story or a drama involving Lisa Vanderpump, everyone takes accountability and she always says, I don't know what you're talking about. And find someone else to do the dirty work for her, whether it's an employee or a friend, you know, love her, respect her, respect her career, respect everything she does for the animals, for the LGBTQ community, love everything. I just don't like a scheme. You wouldn't know. You don't have to. I wouldn't be, I, I would, I'm not mad at her for having other people do her dirty work though. <laughs> she's a classy lady. I know, but doesn't take accountability. You know, she's got a business to protect. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh after it made the whole thing just so worth it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hypothetically, you're, you're a big time TV producer. You're an Andy Cohen. You have to follow a celebrity family and create a reality show around them like Kardashian style. Who would it be and why? I would say my family because <laughs> we're amazing and very different from your average Bravo family. <laughs> do, you, have you, do you vlog? Like, do you vlog about it on YouTube? Yeah, I have a I have two YouTube channels. My main Perez Hilton one. Yeah, I follow that one. I didn't and know you had I, a second one. I have a family one as well, the Perez Hilton, where mm. I talk everything. My family, we do um, unboxings, dancing videos. My mom does mukbangs. I, I give uh, wellness and parenting advice. Everything. What is your top one like parenting advice when, you know, you raise a, a, a big family now that you have? What is something that you really swear by with keeping all your kids healthy, you, you know, despite your career and everything that is said about you? 
very little to no TV and no iPad. But that's just me. And most or a lot of parents could not even imagine that. <laughs> right. You know, my like two-year-old, one-year-old niece already knows how to unlock an iPad, which is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Wow. I want you to tell my listeners, what is your tip on finding your voice in the land of too many voices? Because you know what? It's called La La Land for a reason. I would say that don't work so hard at finding your voice. Just speak. And Mm -hmm. the longer you do it, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And the more you will find it. You know, there's, it's, it's kind of existential. Like, you know, I, I dated this one guy once for a while who, what attracted me to him is that he seemed really um, substantial. He asked interesting questions about life and it's almost like he wanted too many answers though. I was like, you know what? You're not going to get all the answers mm-hmm. at the same time, or you may not even get some of the answers at all and stop exhausting yourself or beating yourself up or feeling less than because you don't have these big important answers to life questions. Right. So, you know, if you're overwhelmed about not having a voice or this or that, just do what makes you happy. Just do it. You don't have to be different. That will happen eventually. It or it won't. And that's fine, but you'll still be enjoying what you're doing, hopefully. Rapid fire pop culture stuff. I'm going to give you a couple of Hollywood pop culture current topics and I just want you to use one word to describe them. Okay. Ariana Grande. Songs. Netflix originals. Spanish. <laughs> IGTV. Who cares? Um, Selling Sunset. You don't watch TV, fuck. Chriselle, Chriselle Hartley. Coachella. Never. <laughs> You've never been? No. <laughs> the pink Paul Smith wall in LA. Pink. <laughs> I don't know. Basic. Chloe um, Kardashian today. Photoshopped. I just had to ask about this because I watched it on the plane. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Freddie Mercury. The Hills Come Back. Ready for it. I need to get into this. What are you most excited about? Just that it gives me hope, you know? <laughs> like, you know, it, it, just, it, also, it just shows you that everything is cyclical in this industry and it's about not giving up. And People do make comebacks. Yeah, like... I I would love to do a TV thing. And just because I don't have one now, it doesn't mean it won't happen in the future. It will 100% happen. You do realize that. I think so. But if not, I'm trying to grow my YouTube and my podcast. So I'm just making more money doing that. <laughs> yeah. and But basically having a podcast nowadays is having your own talk show. Basically. We should film it. The Royals on Instagram. Boring. Justin Bieber's Baby April Fool's. Stupid. Thank you. JB sharing photos of his therapy session on Instagram stories. Oversharing. Mm-hmm. What was, he, did, 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 was, was the therapist talking? I missed that. No, he did like a selfie on his Insta story saying, I just oh. did therapy and it feels great or whatever. Oh. He was, yeah. Well, I'm not, okay, okay. I'm fine with that. Well, I, I think he's letting his fans know he's working on himself and that's not a bad thing. Last but not least, paper straws. I mean, I like the concept of them i just wish there was paper straws that worked that don't fucking melt in your drink yeah why can't we just have biodegradable plastic is that totally un unfeasible 
it sucks. The whole issue sucks. Most important, they ruin my fucking cocktails and I'm not up for the paper frills. <laughs> or your coffee, if you're having an iced coffee. Oh my gosh, have you tried the coffee straw? The coffee straw? No. I'm about to that? change your life. So they're oh. these like plastic, um, like silicone straws, right? But they are shaped like flat to fit in the coffee mug. And at the same time, because of their shape, they prevent teeth staining when you're drinking your coffee. And then you just stick them in the dishwasher. Cool. I'm looking at it now. The coffee straw. straw, coffee straw with a K, K-O-F-F-I-E. Oh. Really good tip that you might thank me for later if you decide to get one. <laughs> can you please tell everyone where they can find your podcast, your YouTube, your Instagram, everything? Just plug everything. Oh, thank you. Well, if you want to meet me in person, you can. We're doing a live podcast show in Las Vegas on Saturday, April 27th. Mm-hmm. And you can get more info or tickets at PerezTour.com. And if you can't make it to Vegas, enjoy my podcast, the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. You can hear it on iTunes or directly at PerezPodcast.com. So that's PerezTour.com for the show info and PerezPodcast.com to listen to it. My YouTube channels are Perez Hilton for everything pop culture and the Perez Hilton for personal family stuff. Plus Perez Hilton on Instagram and the Perez Hilton. And I'm of course, at PerezHilton.com too. Very busy all the time. So fucking busy. It's like reading the fucking dictionary. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so thankful to still be here and doing cool things like chatting with you. Well, we are very thankful that you're still here. Well, you're going to get your show one day too. Uh, we'll see about that. But thank you so much. It was so, so great to speak to you. Oh, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening. 